Welcome back, everybody, to Good Looks, Bad Books. We read bad romance so you don't have to. I am Allie, and I have Gwen with me. Oh, yeah, I'm Gwen, and same joke again, but yeah, I'm with Allie. Wink, wink. <laughs> they didn't hear it the first time. They deleted <laughs> the audio. Neither did I. We together again. <laughs> Girlfriends, <laughs> we dating. It's canon. <laughs> We also have Lorelai. Damn, I miss everything. <laughs> Only because your internet doesn't cooperate. Hey, my internet was cooperating. My headset was not. Oh. Sad. So basically what we do, if you haven't listened to the first episode, we summarize some bad romance books. And we kind of Summarize being pretty loose sometimes. Yeah. Depends uh, on how distracted we are by the rest of the book. That's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a little bit tipsy, and by a little bit, I mean a lot. So I apologize in advance, except I don't apologize. Sorry, sorry not sorry. Not sorry. <laughs> so this episode, I will be talking about The Compass Rose by Gail Dayton. Which is a hot mess. <laughs> That's a really hard name to say, like, always. The Compass Rose? Or Gail No, Dayton? the author. Oh. <laughs> well, the book is a hot mess. <laughs> it doesn't seem like a hot mess because it's actually quite well written, but it's a hot mess. Um, are we doing any others this episode or are we just doing this one? I have I Feminized Hitler prepared. Oh, dear lord. <laughs> I am very much looking forward to that one. Where does that fit on the scale of ten- tentacle Trump to cat dicks? Um. <laughs> this, is, this is now our scale from now on. Okay, tentacle Trump to cat dicks. I don't know, because, like, it's got time travel in it, but they're also all <laughs> basically normal humans. So probably somewhere closer, slightly closer to cat dicks. Yeah. Yeah. The Compass Rose tries to pass itself off as a fantasy book. As a fantasy book, I have problems with it. But <laughs> <laughs> the author tries to add in sex for reasons I can't understand, and it makes it even worse. Because everybody yeah, sex likes really sex. Isn't necessary, is it? In this instance. I don't, it doesn't make any sense in the book. Like, if she had used any other tool to, anyway. Let me, let me (laughs) summarize this book. I read these my senior year of high school, and I was reading, I was reading the first one, and I was like, oh, this is a halfway decent fantasy book. And then I got halfway through it, and I wondered what the fuck just happened. Um, (laughs) Yep, that, that's, I've read these two, and that is a fairly accurate description. (laughs) Yes, you are. <laughs> oh boy. So the book starts off with basically there's two nations that are fighting against each other and they're completely different cultures. So this one nation is really magic driven and they're super religious. They believe in the one, which is a non-gender specific god or goddess, whatever you prefer, that has multiple facets or multiple I, I forget faucets? What they call them. 
Yeah. <laughs> no, not faucets. Hot and cold. <laughs> uh, well, it she's this god. This god is represented by a rose. Um, so each petal is a different facet of this god or goddess or whatever, and she grants magic to her believers, which is this one specific culture, which I have problems with. And magic is according to compass direction. Yes. So North magic is like super cold. It's like truth seeking or truth saying and lightning and inanimate objects like that. South magic is basically fire magic and magic of the home. East magic is growing living things. And then West magic is the dark magic that no one wants to talk about that is considered weird and kind of evil, but it's not because that's blasphemous because it comes from the one. (laughs) I have problems with this book. So this book starts out with this Niton, which is what they call the magic users, and her bodyguard uh, standing on this wall, and these two cultures are warring. One basically wants to take over the other and did they ever explain? The users because they oh wait, no, they did explain that. Evil, and it keeps going. And at some point, the non-magic users are winning. And this Niton, her name is Callista. She's the main character. She freaks out and basically shouts at the god that she is a sadistic bitch who (laughs) won't save her children and that the god needs to do something and she is struck by this huge amount of power that basically kills all of her enemies everywhere within a very large radius. No, it doesn't kill all of them. It leaves a lot of like the camp followers and shit alone. Right, but they're too far away. Everyone that's close enough True. dies. Except um, for those two. Except for Ewald. Shh. We'll get to them. Shh. Spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> so everybody dies. <laughs> all all of all of the magic user enemy dies. Callista freaks the fuck out because she doesn't know what the hell is going on. Her bodyguard is freaking the fuck out because he doesn't know what the hell is going on. By the way, these two have this weird relationship that is very obviously... They've wanted to fuck for so long. Yes, that. But they haven't because, according to Callista, sex ruins everything because she is apparently a child. Anyway. God, sex is the worst. Oh, it ruins everything, God. I know, no one should ever have any. Ever. <laughs> Again. Just. It is forbidden. Stop. <laughs> I wouldn't put it past this book. <laughs> I would not put it past it. Um, so it turns out that Callista has been Godstruck, which basically means that she has this huge amount of power now, except she doesn't because she can't control it. Because she doesn't have her marked companions, but nobody knows this yet. So she goes to talk to the general of the forces to say, hey, look, I killed everybody. Uh, What the fuck just happened? I don't know what the fuck just happened. Do you know what the fuck just happened? And the general's like, I don't know what the fuck just happened. Let's go talk to the ruler of the place. She might know what the fuck is happening. 
Um, so they go to talk to the queen. Um, and along the way, you get little snippets of this guy named Stone. And Stone is one of the enemy warriors. He turns out to be one of Callista's marked companions. The marked companions are basically giant magic batteries. They can't and they go use crazy. The magic- yes. So they can't use the magic they contain, but they contain magic for the godstruck to use. That sounds so like a shitty job. It's it oh oh it gets better. <laughs> it Hold gets on. way better. So if they don't immediately have contact with the godstruck, they go fucking crazy. Like this digging guy, through stone, stone walls, crazy. Yeah, so Stone tried to dig through stone walls. He tried to jump off of a boat. He tried to. He started having seizures. He did the, the seizures was when she got near though. Yes, I remember that. So bit. whenever he got near enough to her, he would just freak the fuck out. Man, he sucks had no to be memory him. of any of this, dude. It really <laughs> does. Um, so it turns out that he's one of the marked ones. Um, and the way that they find this out is. Callista is talking to the ruler, and the ruler's like, oh, I don't know what's going on. Let me let me talk to my scholar people, and let me see what they have to say. So she starts walking out of the, like, the throne room area, and they're bringing stone in because all of the marked ones have this mark on the back of their neck that looks like a rose. Somehow. Which to these, somehow. Which, to these specific people, makes them think that they are some sort of special. So they're taking this enemy soldier to see the queen because he has a weird mark on his neck. Yeah, but remember, the queen's got like a dozen fucking bodyguards, so... Take him to see a doctor. And some of them Get are married to her. No, out. they're not married to her in the first one. Yes, they are. No, didn't they get they married her in the second one? They're talking to the queen. They leave the queen's chambers. They're in the throne room. And this random-ass dude just starts screaming in the middle of the throne room and, like, reaches through a throng of people to grab Callista's arm. And when he grabs her arm, it's like instant (laughs) orgasm, bliss, awesomeness, as the magic, like, penetrates them both yes i I use that word on purpose oh it's Um, never okay to use that word and it 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 connects them on a deep soul level just like fucking does so there's like a ton of characters in here and i'm not gonna go through all of them but the the main ones are uh Callista, who is the Niton, the, the magic user. There's Torche, who is her bodyguard. Stone, who is her first marked one. Um, there is Ice, spelled A-I-S-S-E. I, I say it Ice in my head. I don't know how else to say it. She is this, she was also of the enemy camp, but she was basically a camp whore. Because women in that culture are nothing more than whores. So they don't... Like, that that's all they do. All they do is service the men. Um, but she didn't want to do that anymore. She, she, she ran away. 
she got caught by Callista, and then Callista was like, oh, I'm going to marry you, because whatever. <laughs> <laughs> so the culture in this book is a married unit has to have at least four people. If there aren't at least four people in the married unit, then it's not considered a complete unit. What if one of them gets killed? Then you, you, well, then you get, get another, another one, one fast. Yeah, just go find another yes. mate just real quick. Someone you love. Uh, so you can have you can have like four to twelve mates. Um and when the when the queen figures out that Callista is Godstruck, she basically tells Callista that she has to marry her marked one, which at this point is Stone. So she has to marry Stone, but she can pick who her other two people are. Um, so she's like, oh, well, I've wanted to fuck Torche for, like, forever. So I guess I'll pick Torche to marry because he's my bodyguard and also I've wanted to fuck him forever. Pretty um, good excuse if you I ask me. I'll... Yeah. <laughs> and I guess I'll pick Ice because she's here. This whore is here. <laughs> Yeah, except but as she, soon as she's no longer a whore, she, she constantly says, I not do sex. Yes, that that is exactly how she says it. I will not do sex. Oh. I don't want to do sex. You won't make me service your men, will you? Which which Callista's like, no, nobody's going to have sex in this relationship because sex ruins everything. So I can't ruin everything with Torche. And I've only known this stone dude for like one day, so I can't have sex with him because that's weird. Except the night they get, or the day they get married, there's like this weird circle thing where they're all standing in a circle and holding hands. That's that's like their marriage ritual, which So when they when they all hold hands, the magic like rushes through all of them and basically makes them all orgasm in the middle of this marriage ceremony, which sounds really fucking awkward. Wait, what? Um <laughs> Yes. Yes. Okay. <laughs> I have problems. <laughs> um Okay, so after they're after they're married. Callista is like, I can't have sex with these guys because of reasons. Because sex ruins everything, and I've only known this other guy for, like, two days. Well, at least the second reason is okay. Like, that's fair enough. Yes. Yeah, fair enough. Except the magic apparently needs sex to work, so the magic rapes her and Stone. Because the magic forces... Okay, let me... Let me read you something. This I'm quoting from the book right now. The magic had her in its grip now, driving her. That distant part of her held an awareness that this wasn't right, that she shouldn't use him so, him being stone, that she hadn't intended this, but the passion rode her, refusing to let her go. Almost frenzied, she pushed him back down on the bed and dragged the coverlet off him. He was naked beneath it. Rape! <laughs> It's very rapey, what? so the magic is forcing... <laughs> <laughs> the magic is basically forcing them to have sex, even though she did not want to, to begin with. He did, though. He's willing. Well, he's, he's willing. He's more than willing. 
Because in this book, he's a guy. Oh, guys just want sex all the time. You know that. That's basically, that's basically what this author says. That is basically what this author says. Um, so they have sex. And then after they have sex, she feels bad. So she goes over to Torche and because she feels bad, she has sex with him. Which she hasn't wanted to do because sex ruins everything. Well, to be fair on her, it really does in the end. For a little well, while. Well, that's because she's an idiot. <laughs> that's because she's an idiot. So the godstruck can contact each other as ghosts, which is weird, um, through some sort of object that belonged to one of them. So They got, like, telephones. The previous Kind of. Except telephones don't make you stop breathing. Right. So the first time she goes back in time to talk to the previous Godstruck, who, by the way, was a thousand years ago. There has not been a Godstruck for a thousand years. Oh, wait. It's a time travel thing? Yes. She goes back in time to talk to this chick. What? <laughs> um, so that, that time she stops breathing. Torche freaks out because it's his job to keep her safe. So they start sleeping really close to each other, <laughs> which makes them both uncomfortable because they both really want to fuck each other, but they can't because sex ruins everything. <laughs> I can't say this enough. Sex is bad. You heard it here first, folks. <laughs> By the way, this this previous... Godstruck can only come once a week, which a week in this culture is nine days. Because God, nine is the number of people at least like the once a day. <laughs> <laughs> and she can only answer six questions each time she visits. So Callista has a really hard time figuring out which which six questions to ask every single time. And sometimes it's not six questions because the other godstruck gets really pissed off at her and just is like, bye, I'm gone, I'm out. You suck. (laughs) She has sex with both of these guys. She has this contraceptive spell in in place because magic. So she figures everything's fine. The next day she talks to the previous godstruck and basically tells the previous godstruck that she's made this huge, huge mistake and she can't handle it. And how can she fix it? Can the magic make you do something that you don't actually want to do? And both of the guys hear her say this. Both of the guys that she slept with the previous night. Torche takes it as a huge insult and basically doesn't talk to her for a while. And Stone is just like, hey, I didn't expect it the first time. Why the hell would you expect it from me again? I don't... I don't know. Okay, I'm just gonna do me. I don't. I don't know. And Ice is just like, "What? What's going on? Who are you talking to? What is happening?" <laughs> Did she get any sex in these fast? No, days? no. She hid the room nope, like as she far away from it. everybody else as possible. Yes, she does not want sex, so they don't force her to have sex yet. Yet. Oh, well, she's going to be forced later. That's nice. She she's not really forced. Kind of depends on how coerced. you join that weird magic ring. Yeah, 
blah, blah, blah. Ice gets jealous, or uh, Callista gets jealous because Torche and Ice start getting along really, really well. Because she thinks it's because they haven't had sex. But really it's because he's teaching her how to fight. Because that's, I don't, okay. They they have a decent relationship and Callista gets jealous of it is the summary there. Um, so Callista's just kind of this jealous bitch. Basically. Yeah, She's like, months. shit, you're hanging out with a girl? What? <laughs> Oh, and we're, we happen to be married to this girl, but you can't have sex with her because she doesn't want it. So why don't you come have sex with me? Except I don't want it either because sex ruins everything. Why don't you just go jack off in the corner? <laughs> they finally figure out that Callista is having dreams and her dreams are prophetic. And her prophetic dreams are actually why she was given this power. So every godstruck has like a purpose. And her purpose is to go destroy the ge- the demon that is riding the king of this other culture that they were fighting at the beginning of the book. Which wait, is- wait. So just because she has some pathetic dreams means she has to go fight this other culture? Yes. Oh, it's God. It's really heavy-handed. I, I would hate my dreams I cannot remember. That's kind of pathetic, too. <laughs> yeah. so they go off on this or they're about to go off on this journey Callista or one of the guards for stone sets off a bomb basically and almost kills Callista and stone but they manage to save themselves then this guy is like super sad that he set off this bomb because he didn't actually mean to because what? that's not what he thought it was. So there's there's like this underground sect of this religion that thinks that West magic, the mysterious magic of death and mystery, is evil and should be eradicated. And they're called the Barbs. Oh. I don't know why. Um, but okay. they basically want to kill Callista because she is using West magic. Which doesn't really makes sense she hasn't killed she, anyone well, she, no, actually, well she technically killed, like, she did kill tens a lot. of thousands <laughs> so there's a lot of like back and forth and weirdness um and they finally decide that they're gonna go on this journey to kill this demon Callista finds out she's pregnant but decides to hide that from Wait. the two guys she slept with Dan, she cast a birth control spell? Yeah, magic yes, nullifies that shit. Magic! But, ma- but magic spell for but birth control. Yeah, but godly magic, magic. nullifies that shit. But it, it, it doesn't magic. make sense. Um, Callista decides that she wants to experiment with this magic because she has to learn how to control it because she can't control it very well and it's driving her crazy because she's characterized as this like super controlling type a person even though she's completely not um so she starts experimenting with it and they figure out that basically every time she pulls magic from one of her marked ones one of her human batteries it feels like sex 
I have problems with this. If it feels like sex every time you're pulling magic that is meant to be used in a fight. Yeah, it's a little distracting. How are you fighting? <laughs> Just, uh, uh, slash, slash. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> how, how is that supposed to be used in a fight? If, if it feels like you're about to orgasm every time somebody pulls magic, how? Just okay. work through it. Work through that orgasm. That's, <laughs> that, that seems to be pretty much what they do. Yeah, that is what they do, and I don't understand how they do it, but okay. They meet another one of the marked ones. His name is Obed. He is super filthy rich. He's my favorite. He just, like, hands... He's my favorite, too. He just, like, hands them money from nowhere. He gives them swords. He gives them bracelets. He gives them gold and silver and whatever the hell they want. He has, like, 20,000 ships. That's a lie. He has 18 ships, but that's a lot. That's enough to build a kingdom. Um, (laughs) (laughs) And then they decide to leave, and once they leave, they meet yet another one of the marked ones, and his name is Fox, and he used to be the fighting partner of Stone. But Stone thought that he had died in the assault on the city, so they got separated, and once they got separated, Fox basically got turned into the toy of... He he lost his cast because the other... The the evil, quote-unquote evil, culture is cast-based. What? And, yeah, so, like, there's the warrior cast, there's the ruler cast... There's a laborer cast, and they all worship different gods, and it turns out that all these different gods are just aspects of the one, which is <laughs> really fucking heavy-handed. They meet Fox. Fox is blind for no apparent reason that anyone can tell. He also has a limp because he got cut on the thigh in the battle, which is why Stone thought he was dead. Um, there's a lot of, there's a lot more sex. Hey, that you didn't no mention sense. Obed's difficulties with this whole place. Oh, right. So Obed comes from a culture where you, it, it's a monogamous marriage. You, it's one man and one woman, period. Um, so Obed walks into this relationship and there's already a core unit of four and he walks in and he's like, oh, I'm getting married to you, Callista? Oh, wait, no, I'm getting married to four other people? What the fuck? What is happening? Also, in his culture, he is not allowed to, and I'm quoting here, spill his seed outside of a female body. So, what? yes. That takes a lot of getting over. To, huh? It takes a lot of getting over that one. Yes. So he's not allowed to basically ejaculate anywhere but inside the one that he's married to. So he it's heavily alluded to that he has never had sex. Oh, uh, I believe nerd. he actually confirms it at one point. He does. Not not in this book, but he does in the next couple books. I think in nerd. the next book, actually. And this poor schmuck doesn't get sex in this book. Ha <laughs> Callista finds out she's pregnant. And a healer basically tells her that she's going to lose her magic. Why? Because that's what happens. As her pregnancy continues. 
Because that's what happens. Because Why? Reasons. They never really explain it. I think it's like, some say it's bad for the baby. Hang on. Fuck that baby, I'm using my magic. It is possible that this happens because the magic is somehow harmful to the child. But it is also possible that calling magic is not good for the mother. That added to this stress of childbearing, it would be too much strain. Fuck so, that, I'm using my magic. But you right? can't, it literally Especially... disappears. Fuck yes. that, I'm using it. So she decides that she's not going to tell anybody that she's pregnant. She's just going to tell everybody that they need to go kill this demon. Period. Like, she's just going to act like she's not pregnant and they're just going to go kill this demon. With magic. Uh, that she doesn't have. Well, she still has it because she's not far along enough yet that she'll lose it. Oh, so it's like drinking for the first few weeks when you got a baby. Like, you can do it, <laughs> but you gotta stop later. Yeah, that, that pretty much kind of covers it. Also, Obed knows how to massage, and apparently no one else in any culture knows how to do a massage. So when Obed gives Callista a massage, she freaks out, and she's like, this is so good. Oh my god. I'm still not gonna have sex with you. Yeah. <laughs> Callista has this dream that Torche is dying, she can't save him, and it's prophetic. Um, she keeps having this dream- these dreams about this demon. Fucking demons. Yep, right. So they're in this- they, they finally get across the ocean to this other culture, this, this other land. Um, and in this other land- Women are basically treated as trash. So all of the women have to hide themselves. They, everybody that's foreign has to wear white, white robes to indicate themselves as foreign. So they all get some white robes and they head off. What they, if they don't wear white, white robes? Like, how can people tell that they're foreign? I, I don't know. I honestly don't know. But there are a couple points where some of the characters, like, masquerade as part of this caste system. Um, oh, 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 I forgot to tell you. So these this, these two warriors, Stone and Fox, who were originally from this foreign land and spoke this foreign language, they grew up there. When the magic struck them, they lost their normal language that they grew up with. What? And they they magically learned this other language, so they don't understand their native language at all. What? Yes, that, <laughs> that is one of my favorites. Why? I don't know. Magic. Oh, you can't use magic for every explanation. You can this just book watch. Does it? Does it? Literally everything that can't be explained. It's because of magic. They get Fox. Fox tries to have sex with Callista. Callista's like, no, bro, I ain't doing that anymore. But she then has sex with him magically, which basically means she pulls magic until they both orgasm, which, again, mm. why does offensive magic feel like sex? Seems like the worst I idea ever. I d it's seriously the worst idea. This is a very oh, is large book, so guys. sexy. <laughs> sure it is baby 
you got that magic that can kill thousands. Ooh, it makes me hot. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> so while they're practicing with magic, they figure out that each of the marked ones has magic that is equivalent to one of the aspects of the one, which is the god or whatever, which, again, really fucking heavy-handed. Stone's magic is joy, which makes me think of joy juice. <laughs> so shame he doesn't have some of that. Basically, yeah. Stone's magic basically, like, doesn't want to pay attention to orders. It just, like, bounces around all over the damn place. Obed's magic is truth. And I don't even know what the fuck that means. And Fox's magic is order. Which basically tells Stone's magic to shut the fuck up and pay attention to what the hell is going on. <laughs> so that Callista can tell it what to do. So basically she can't cast any magic until Fox shows up. Ah, uh, nerd. Yeah, I know. She has this dream where Torche is dying. And that comes true because they fuck up. And Torche basically gets stabbed in the abdomen. And they retreat to this old ass cottage and ice is praying to the one to save torche the only requirement of becoming a marked one is to devote yourself to the one there are a lot of religious under overtones they're not undertones they're overtones in this book so she basically devotes herself to the one she becomes a marked one that allows Callista to heal Torche, which is weird. Oh, yeah, it's amazing okay. she doesn't fuck up and like reconnecting all the vessels and shit there, eh? Yes. So he's stabbed in the abdomen and she's like, I don't know how to fucking do this. And then Ice becomes a marked one and she's like, oh, now I know how to do this. I'm magical. Yay, magic. <laughs> Yay, I forgot that I had magic before, so now I have magic now. Yes, so she manages to save Torche. She heals him. Ice becomes a marked one. So Ice is now part of the inner circle, as it were as it were. And which basically means that she wants to have sex. Yeah, that's very sudden, isn't it? Works. Yes. Since she's afraid of sex, she basically turns to Fox, who was a sex toy because he lost his cast, and is like, Teach me your ways <laughs> and they have sex, and then you find out that Ice didn't want to have sex ever because she was raped as a child, which is horrifying, um, but they just kind of gloss over it because, yeah, whatever, she was raped as a child, yay, no whatever. No big deal. That's, yeah, NBD, I don't know why that's a big deal. You get over that by having sex, right? <laughs> yeah, totally, especially if you're having sex with like a thousand people because they don't give a shit and you're assigned to all of them oh yeah you don't need a trusting relationship at all Nah. so she has sex with fox she gets pregnant even though she couldn't get pregnant because she Why was raped as a child all the girls get pregnant i don't know <laughs> I t magic we need more people populating the world obviously magic uh. since we just murdered a crap load of them yeah so they finally get to the capital city of this place and they get to the demon and they're fighting the demon 
and the demon is winning. Like, the demon's beating the shit out of them. And Callista's like, why is this demon winning? I have the goddess's power. I don't understand. And then she figures out that Torche is supposed to be a marked one, but he's not because she loves him too much and she's jealous, so she can't let him go, which doesn't fucking make sense. And then she just decides to let him go and he becomes a marked one and they kick the demon's ass. And that's the end of the story. She lets him go. She basically is just like, okay, goddess, here, take this guy that I've wanted to bone for however long I've known him and that I love dearly and do what you will with him. I don't give a flying fuck anymore. But then she gets him back as a marked one. Yep. And she let him go because she knew she would get him back. Probably. Is that really Well, it was go? that or the demon nope. took him, so. <laughs> yes. So the whole thing is like he's being attacked by the demon and he is weaker than the others because he's not marked and the marked ones are protected by the god. So she has to let him go in order to let him live. It's really what? fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> It's, it's, yes, this, I have problems with this from both a fantasy standpoint and from a smut standpoint. From a fantasy standpoint, the religious overtones and the magic bullshit doesn't work. From a smut standpoint, in the next couple of books, it becomes giant orgies all the time because of magic. Yay, orgies! Yep, like nine or ten people in a bed that's designed for apparently about four. Or less. Yeah. Yeah. And like everybody's like simultaneously coming down it's everyone like else's throats and it's just like... Well, well, and the magic makes it so you can't tell what person is who. So I believe at one point in the next book, it's like somebody's dick is in somebody's mouth, but I don't know whose mouth and whose dick. Yeah, pretty much. It's just happening. What? Yeah. <laughs> Shit, that, that dick beautiful. might be in my mouth, but I'm not sure because I can't tell who the fuck it is. No, it's beyond That's not sure to. Exactly I have it. completely no idea. That dick might be my dick. Am I a guy? <laughs> I don't think you know that much <laughs> at that point either. <laughs> The magic just, like, takes yeah, your mind. It does. It it takes over your mind, and it makes you do things that you don't actually want to do. But the, she makes... Gail Dayton, the author, makes it a point to say that the magic won't make you do something that is against your nature. So basically, she's saying that Callista would sleep with a guy that she'd only known for two days, because why not? Which is fine, except it, she had already said she did not want to. Yeah, like, no no slut-shaming here. You can sleep with whoever you want, exactly. whenever you want. Be safe about it. Be safe, kids. But uh, if you're saying, no, I don't want to sleep with that guy. Because I've only known him for two not, days. It's probably not in your nature. No. Except, basically, this is saying that the magic is saying it is in her nature. Which is why... She gets raped and also rapes Stone. But it's okay because magic. Yeah, magic, the cure-all for everything. So that that's the Compass Rose. That was beautiful. I suppose at some point it's my turn to do a thingy. 
It might have been a little jumbled, but I'm drunk, so I apologize. That's fine. That's perfectly fine. Yeah. Everybody. Everybody should we, read we this did book. One that, that took itself seriously, so now we're going to do one that, please, dear Lord, does not take itself seriously. <laughs> you do not even know. Oh, God. You do not even know. Brace position, people. Brace position. This is oh, my called... legs are crossed. <laughs> Luckily, you can because you don't have a tentacle between them. Oh. Connected to a life-size Cheeto, also known as Trump. Um, <laughs> <clears throat> I feminized Hitler by Tabitha Austin. <laughs> first line, first line in the book. There's no such thing as time travel, I said. So, the premise of the story is... There's a time traveler coming back to this chick Jennifer's house. I guess everybody in the future wants to time travel. But they come to her house. They uh, come to her land in her backyard because of the not-so-secret FBI that's in the donut shop down the street or something. (laughs) I don't know. It's glossed over in one line. Yeah, yeah. Not so secret FBI. Well, when do they ever secret? In the donut shop. Yeah. Everybody knows it's them, but they're like, shit, you got good donuts. And they're cheap. They're government subsidized, so. (laughs) Oh my god. This is a cops and donut joke gone wrong. (laughs) I guess time travel takes you to a different universe at that point in time. So she goes on lots of journeys with time travelers. She's been to the future and gotten enhancements like nanites. And she say boobs. (laughs) (laughs) They probably enhanced her boobs. Just wait till you see what these nanites can do. Oh, (laughs) just wait. Oh god. So she's also gone into the past, and she's gotten, you know, just little trinkets from the past. She's. They made a reference to uh. The lost Doctor Who tapes and how she anonymously gifted them to get them out. They, yeah, they made references like that. And she says, not all time travel is the same. Or not all timelines are the same. So you go back in the past, it might be, since it's a different universe, it might be a whole, whole different timeline. They might meet in a different room. There might be a different schedule, which will come up. It'll come up later. So I guess she gets a lot of people coming back wanting to kill Hitler. And this guy who lands in her backyard is no different. So she tells him that when Hitler is killed, someone worse just takes his spot. They end up winning, usually winning, when Hitler is killed. And the Third Reich goes on for a billion, billion years. She ends up... I don't know what happened to this guy, but she I guess she goes back into the past for him and he just leaves. She sneaks into this compound. She's dressed as like a 1940s secretary. Uh, she has all these great tips at how to succeed at get, getting past people. Like, never say you're going for the top person. Never say you're going for Hitler. Go for a mid-level officer. And so she was... You know, only escorted by two people, 
and not the SS, just two regular military guys to go see this officer. Oh, everyone is looking at her and staring at her, her boobs and her ass, and one of her thoughts is, I thought the 1970s Las Vegas lounge lizards were bad. Uh. <laughs> well, can you blame them? Those dresses were hot, hot, hot. Oh my god. She has plenty of references like these. Just little offsets what she is actually thinking. She's back. She's going for this guy. And she says she's his daughter. And then when they get to his office and open up the door, she like flashes her tits. Licks her finger. Goes right down between the boobs. (laughs) And he's like, yeah, yeah, she is my daughter. Let her in. (laughs) Whoa. Okay. No. Ew. I'm sorry. Incest is a straight no for me. Nope. Negative. He's like, yep, just just let her in. She grips his hand, and the nanites in her hand paralyze him. The fuck? What? I guess the nanites from her body can will do whatever she tells them to, or whatever she thinks. So does she, like, secrete them from her skin and they enter his or i think so i don't know what nanites you know magic nanites (laughs) (laughs) so this book's version of magic yep magic nanites so she leaves his office and tries to go find hitler's meeting room but runs into the two people who were escorting her. Uh, she takes them out because she has nanites and they heal her and, you know, give her super strength and shit. Because, you know, nanites. She goes to the wrong room. She's like, shit. Finds another room. She, I guess she had Wikipedia articles from the future uploaded into her mind, too. Because Wikipedia is so trustworthy. Oh, yeah. And yeah. it would so contain super the blueprints to a German building. Yes. Of course. Obviously. So she ends up going to this other room that's probably a meeting room, is what the Wikipedia article, article says. And she meets Hitler coming out of the toilet and kicks his ball. And to quote... Singular? To quote the book, yes, that's right. Hitler was a one bald man. <laughs> <laughs> Genetically or Genetically? Oh wow. I don't You can see why yeah. he was so grumpy now, can't you? No wonder he felt inadequate. <laughs> poor, poor Hitler. Words you never thought would be uttered. <laughs> don't worry. You're gonna say those words a lot later. Oh, God. Oh, help us. Oh, she also says for the meeting room, Nazis were evil, but they had a flair for style. Mm-hmm. That is technically true. They were evil, what? but they had hell of a flair. Dude, those pants. Do, have you seen those pants with, like, the weird thighs? Where they, like, bump out and it's... So she brings Hitler out of the camp. Uh, One of her side things is... Eat your heart out, Captain America, and takes him to her time. Seriously, uh, she she 
brings Hitler into the future? I'm still yep. getting over the in your heart him- out Captain America. That's yep. just rude. Does Hitler get a really bad comb over? And he gets tentacles? even better. <laughs> better. Oh, really? There's okay. better than acidic tentacles? <laughs> better. <laughs> oh, God. Okay, so she takes him back to her time, taps some nanites into him, and is like, hey, nanites, make him talk in English with a little hint of German, and then also he'll have to do what he, what she says. So next chapter, this is from Hitler's point of view. Oh, good. Or should I say Helga's point of view. <laughs> When did he become Helga? Shh, shh. That'll happen later. Oh, God. Don't you worry. So Hitler believes he's in the future where he won. Because she's, you know, blonde with blue eyes and a big booty and boobs. And he's like, shit, our breeding program must have worked. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Sadly, he didn't win in this future. Are you sure about that? He might have won in other ways. Pretty sure. I mean, he's about to win if what you call happens later is winning. She knocks him out with the nanites. And he wakes up in a room where he's got a French maid outfit on. And I quote, I looked down and screamed at the black and white French maid outfit I wore. I always hated the French. This is from Hitler's point of view? Yep. I'm pretty oh sure God. there's an uglier outfit out there than a French maid outfit, dude. <laughs> I Me. always hated the French. <laughs> yep, that's his biggest wow. problem. <laughs> Not the fact that he's wearing a freaking tutu. They mention frilly underwear a lot. Nice to know. Hitler is wearing frilly underwear. Yep. Well, the rest this of the outfit is bloody version. frilly, so what does a few more frills matter? <laughs> and he's got on a long black... What he thinks is a wig, but it's not really a wig, I guess. First of all, I guess the French maid outfit is, like, wired to him. He tries to rip it off, but he can't. And he tries to pull off his wig, but it's attached to his head, so I think it's his hair. So let's start getting to the good part. You mean we weren't there already? (laughs) Oh, good. Yeah, we were not there. So she, the uh, woman who captured him... Says something like, oh, I bet that you didn't care what you did as long as you could play the dictator. Well, personally, I think you should <laughs> play the dick-taker. <laughs> dictator. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so she ends up, she turns Hitler into Helga, which means she snaps her fingers and he grows boobs and his... He's very proud of this. 12 centimeter dick turns into under 2 centimeters. Oh my god. Oh my god. This is the greatest thing ever. (laughs) And he's all complaining about not being a sissy. She paints him with makeup. Like, what you might think of as horror makeup. Just... blush and like eyeshadow everywhere fabulous just how i always wanted to see hitler 
Yeah, Wait, like so a- she she snapped her fingers and magically <laughs> he grew boobs and shrunk his cock. Yep. The uh the makeup was painted on by robots. He did not grow the makeup. Okay, so tell me, has he been groping his boobs the whole time? Because that's what every dude does when they get actual boobs in anything. Sadly, no. I was disappointed by the lack of realism in this. Damn! (laughs) (laughs) But one thing he does keep is his famous mustache. (laughs) (laughs) Because that looks attractive on a female. <laughs> that oh, was yeah. attractive oh, on yeah. him to start with. <laughs> <laughs> so she makes him a bet that, honestly, he probably can't refuse. Which is a game. Where she writes down five things on paper and picks them at random. Helga can say no at any point. But if Helga says no twice in a row... She has to do all five things on those pieces of paper. Okay. So the capturing lady brings out her police bot, which is basically very human-esque. She says, he's a man in every way. Uh. Every way. He is a black uh, police bot. Which only matters because Helga is pissed off because of the blackness and the having to do things with a dick. What? Uh, yep. Yep. What? Yep. That doesn't make the, uh, sense. Don't, don't worry about it. <laughs> oh, believe Nanites. us, we weren't. <laughs> Nanites. <laughs> Uh, the police spot has a huge dick. Like, like a cat person dick. 12 inches. Minus Ew. the ruffle nope. and the joy <laughs> juice. Nope. No joy juice. Done. No blossom. Nope. So, the first thing that Helga picks is kissing the cock. He, she, flat out refuses. It's like, I ain't no sissy. I'm not kissing this dark skins cock oh my god this is racist and sexist <laughs> are you it's sure that's how it's more like you racist. know a, a terrible southerner the capturer is like okay fine we'll pick the next one next is sucking cock I gotta say yes otherwise you'll have to do all five yep basically forces Helga to say yes and Makes her say how much she wants it. Like, she says, like you're giving a speech. Act like you're giving a speech and make it that convincing. What? Yep. What? Act like you're giving a speech. With a dick in your mouth. Wait, no, before. Because she has to beg beg for it. Okay. Oh, yeah. And and then uh, she has to undress Chip. The synth. It's just very humiliating. Like, Chip shoves his cock down her throat and, you know, ends up with the very last shot being on Helga's mustache. (laughs) It just rubs it in there. (laughs) I love how Hitler's female name is Helga. 
So the next thing that's picked is anal sex. Well, that escalated quickly. (laughs) Helga, this is before this happens, keeps denying she likes that idea. But, quote, her tiny penis stiffens in the frilly underwear. (laughs) (laughs) So that's why they let him keep the penis. Yep. (laughs) As a measure of actual interest. Yeah, because you cannot tell how interested a girl is. That's just fucking... No, of course not. I don't know, you cannot tell. There's no way to measure that. So, she's thrown down on the bed and starts taking just a little bit bit of that huge black cock in her ass. But then they make her beg for lube. lube. Oh, that's cruel. She was taking it wrong. Cruel. That's an unusual punishment. You would enjoy, Lorelai, that all of the measurements are in centimeters. Yes! Measurements I understand. (laughs) No inches. So it was only a couple centimeters in before they made her beg for it. And she begged, like, Oh, please, master, I want your hand in my butthole because I won't be able to take you without you stretching me out. (laughs) (laughs) She gets the lube, but doesn't get the stretch it out. And he just starts slowly putting it in there and then starts ramming her. And she starts enjoying it. She loves it. What the fuck? This is from her point of view. So she lets out what is a tiny dribble of cum. And is like, Ah, I just fucking came like a woman did. No, women do not come out of their clits. (laughs) (laughs) No, we do not. (laughs) (laughs) Did you say this was written by? Tabitha something or other. This was written by a woman? (laughs) Yep. Holy shit. Oh, I forgot to mention, during the blowjob, Helga was like, man, all those secretaries that I had give me blowjobs, turns out they were my teachers. That's not how it works. So yeah, he enjoys the fucking, gets some cum in his ass, and uh... The girl is like, okay, you fulfilled your end of the deal. I was like, what the fuck about the other two things? <laughs> what happened to those? Oh, well. <laughs> Nanites. <laughs> Nanites did it. <sighs> Are we going to be looking for, um, like, what is magic in this book for every book after this now? <laughs> <laughs> Probably. Yep. <laughs> What is what is the explanation that the author uses for everything? To get rid of all of the things that are questionable. Nanites. Nanites. Um. So that basically ends Hitler's Helga's chapter. Uh. Next is the Capture's chapter again. Oh, good. I was uh, worried you were going to say the robot got a chapter. <laughs> no. No. 
Uh, the cashier tells the robot to replace his dick because uh, she doesn't want a robot with a dick that's been inside Hitler. Okay. That's, so that's wait, the is she, does she that. use yeah. that robot for the same purposes? I'm pretty sure he does her housework and maybe fucks her. Does he just like a, have a an attachable detachable one? Like, I guess so. Oh, you want another new dick? Beep boop 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 boop. <laughs> <laughs> new dick. I think maybe he has a range of sizes as well. <laughs> Different colors. Oh, depending that'd be on your weird, preference. Weird. If like he was inside of her, and then he was like, "You want me to get bigger?" Whoop. <laughs> I've read that book. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, kind of have. Me too. I guess the rest of the book is basically she takes Hitler back to his own universe and time. She makes him paranoid, so he'll probably clear out his avi- advisors. Like, who do you think did this to you? He's, he keeps guessing, like, oh, is it so-and-so? Is it so-and-so? Wait, hang on a minute. Does she turn him back to a man first? Yeah, yeah. She turned him back to a man and got Damn. him all cleaned up. Did she snap her fingers again? And nanites, it happened? (laughs) Yep. Oh, and then the nanites wore off. Oh my god. They wear off? What are they, a drug? They're a drug just like your love. Your love is my drug. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, now I have that song stuck in my head. Thank you. You're welcome. (laughs) She sends him back. And, uh... She sends out some incriminating videos, which are dubbed in German, that may or may not have a Mr. Helga Hitler. On giant film reels. <laughs> on giant film reels. Sent to some of his enemies. Inside, inside the Third Reich. Inside his chain of command. Wow. Giant film reels. The, Holy the shit, just think of like, the huge camera... That would have been required to. to... <laughs> <laughs> what is the Voss's Das? <laughs> Hitler? <laughs> Adolf? <laughs> How World War II would have gone. <laughs> Hitler getting laughed off of. <laughs> Third Reich. Oh and my that, God. my friends, is the end of I Feminized Hitler. Wow. <laughs> you know, if there were no there words no for Trumpeticals, there really aren't words for this either. Wow. I will say, I had like this perverse pleasure in being like, yeah, fuck Hitler in the ass. Make him take your cock down his throat. <laughs> <laughs> That I have said, that is fair enough. <laughs> you deserve this, Hitler. That is fair enough. <laughs> yep, fair enough. <laughs> Take it, Hitler. So I would give this book five out of five. <laughs> <laughs> I agree with your earlier scale point. It's definitely closer to uh, cat penis than yes, than tentacles. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. If only because Hitler gets rained. <laughs> I just, oh. I really want to know what the other two were. Because at one point she laughed and said, uh, when she picked out that third one, she was like, 
Oh, not the best one, but not the worst. Yeah, what the hell? What was the worst one for him? What? What's left? Oh! Rim job. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but if you're doing that to a robot... I guess we should sign off. Yeah, probably. Ah. I'm Gwyn, and you can find me at Gwyn and Tonic. That's G-W-Y-N-N and Tonic. On Twitter. Please go to Twitter. (laughs) You can't find me anywhere else using that. I'm Allie, and you can find me at Aluminum underscore Iodide on Twitter. And I'm Lorelai, and I can be found at Lothlorian underscore Elf on Twitter. And together, we are Good Looks, Bad Books, and you can find us at GLBB Podcast on Twitter, and you can email us your suggestions for any weird books you might want us to read. Do they have the Swedish Periscope with them? <laughs> Please, send them to me. I want to read about that. <laughs> yeah, you can send that to goodlooksbadbooks at gmail.com. <laughs> And we kind of summarize it. being pretty loose sometimes. Yeah, yeah. depends uh, on how distracted we are by the rest of the book. That's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, Why was she talking Mitchell. about summarizing? <laughs> no, loose. <laughs> it was the loose part, man. <laughs> Get with the jokes. Oh. <laughs> New dick. I read these in high school the first time around, my senior year of high school, which I won't say how long ago that was because it makes me feel old. New dick. Well, no, no, no. The, the queen, does her bodyguards are married to her. She calls them her Iliosti. Really? She which did is in the, first the term one? that they have for... Yeah. Oh. Yeah, stop arguing. The- Come on. <laughs> <laughs> when cut this. <laughs> New dick! I do not want any magic in my life. Uh, not please. that kind of magic, at least. No. Do not take me to Disneyland. <laughs> <laughs> I do not want to get raped at Disneyland. <laughs> New dick! Excuse me. Sorry. You are not excused. I am talking here. We do not interrupt in this podcast. Yep, it's too late for that. Lies. <laughs> New dick. Dude, those pants. Dude, have you seen those pants with, like, the weird thighs? Where they, like, bump out and it's... I don't... Sexy. I like my man to look like a top. <laughs> Which coming from you is especially hilarious. Yes. <laughs> New dick. You you cannot learn. That, no, they what? did not transfer yep. like that. Uh, yeah. He she learned how to give a blowjob from getting a blowjob. That's not how that 
works. Hey, that's how I learned to eat out girls. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it does work like that, then. <laughs> Except you are female, so... True. That's slightly Probably different. made it easier to learn like that. <laughs> New dick! I mean, I've Recently, read it kind of where, where people are like, yeah, his dick got bigger inside of me and I could feel it. Like, just feel it. So huge. <laughs> it used to be tiny, but now it's huge. And I'm like, no, no, no. This, no, book, this no. book was legitimately like, this is uncomfortable. Why is your dick getting so big? And the guy was like, oh, sorry. Is this too big? Let me shrink it down for you. What? <laughs> oh, no, I have to find that book. <laughs> Um, yes, we need to review this book. <laughs> New dick! The rusty <laughs> trombone. <laughs> the Swedish <gasps> periscope. What? What the sh- You guys don't want to know that one. <laughs> I might have to Google it. I <laughs> But very, but, very um, carefully and possibly with my eyes closed. <laughs> nope, I'm googling it right now. <laughs> I don't know, he didn't know that it was a robot, fucked. so he'd be like, shit, I'm eating out a dude's ass. <laughs> Gay. <laughs> but now there were two more pieces of paper, so what was the second one? Okay, it was something that was better than being uh, forcibly raped in your butt. Well, uh, that's a lot of things. <laughs> that is a lot of things. Tit a job. Lot. Tit job. Wait, that was one of the options? That's what I think the other option was. I mm. mean, he's got boobs. True. What else are they used for? I don't know. Admittedly, I don't have to use them. I got my own things to use them for. <laughs> what the shit am I reading about this Swedish periscope? <laughs> Holy shit. Fire the torpedo. <laughs> Listeners, please write in with your own perverse sex acts that we can Google. (laughs) (laughs) Should I read this? (laughs) Yes, yes, read it. (laughs) Alright, let me see if I can do this without laughing. Okay, the Swedish periscope is a sex act in which a woman or man in a crouching position places their eye upon the anus of a standing male partner. They then proceed to grasp the shaft of the quote-unquote periscope. Advanced users can then proceed to adjust the knobs of the periscope. (laughs) The move is finished with a successful load blown and a cry from the gazer of fire the torpedoes as the recipient lets loose a fart. (laughs) The fart should also be moist. So the gazer receives a maritime spraying of ocean wind. <laughs> Holy 
shit. <laughs> and that, my friends, is how you get pink eye. <laughs> Please don't send your contacts in for that. I have never heard of that one. <laughs> that was a new one. I knew we'd be getting so an education doing this. Be doing. Oh, that's not one I'll ever be doing. <laughs> you sure? That's a nasty <laughs> for me. For everyone else, you do what you want, but for me, uh-uh. I'm with that. No, thank you. Go for it. Please wash out your eye right after. <laughs> with saline, not with tap water. With yep. saline. Mm -hmm. If you are wearing contacts, please take them out beforehand so I don't have to see that shit, literally. <laughs> and you do not need to see through the periscope. Even if you have your contacts, <laughs> you will not be able to see anything. <laughs> I hope no one expects to see anything through that particular periscope. <laughs> the adjust the knobs part is my favorite. <laughs> I like the uh, maritime blast. <laughs> Gwen, cut that. Oh god, I'm going to overuse this and it's going to be not funny. The Swedish Periscope. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm not gonna use that ever! <laughs> the Gwen cut that! <laughs> oh. <laughs> you nasty! You think I'm nasty! Ew. I was very curious as to when you would ever use the Swedish Periscope. <laughs> Hello, lady. Want me to jerk off your strap on while I look through your bowel? <laughs> what were the knobs then? Oh, uh, I can think of one. <laughs> Only one. Wait, nope. Reach up to her boobs. Are you sure you can reach that far? <laughs> uh, <good. laughs> Oh, that's too much fun. Yeah, I bet you like that. That's the last thing like about it, not the fun. actual thing. Ew. <laughs> I don't want someone sharding in my eye. <laughs> ow. That just sounds like ow. I like how you're rubbing your eye right now, like, nope, 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 mm, nope, nope. Stay away, oh, stay no. away. I just thought I could breathe again, guys. <laughs>